that just shows the incredible fun that Romo is having. Like right now, Ivan, you were saying how we don't have like a Chelito kind of player, uh-huh. but I would think we don't, do. Don't have... even don't even do it. No, 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 no. Here, you're gonna think <laughs> you're gonna think I'm comparing like their abilities. They're both completely different players. Yeah. However, who who do the fans love right now? They love Romo. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people. You've seen the replies. Hi, welcome to another episode of Cruz Azul Analysis. I am your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up, guys? It's good to be back on top, like always. Yes, sir. And we're also alongside Eli, also known as Lo Mejor de Cruz Azul. Hey, guys, how's it going? It's good to be back again, like Ivan said. But this time, we tied our best winning streak in history. Uh, 10 out of 10, 10 dubs. And it's good to be back. It's good to be on top. I know what an amazing feeling for us, you know, like it's been 48 years, I believe they said that it yeah. was or or almost close to 50, something like that. But it's 79, 72. Yeah. It's 30, yeah, close to 50, bro. Yeah. Um, damn. And it took them almost practically like 50 years for them to accomplish something so crazy like this, you know, and like pretty much they crowned it with the championship. So let's let's hope I know. We're going week by week. Uh, we recently played uh, Atlas, but hey, you know, we got to dream big. That uh, winning streak. So before Leon broke it, I think before that, we st- we had the, the record with the 10 winning, the 10 wins, right? Yeah. I think Nagaxa, something like that. Nagaxa had also 12, something like that. Oh, okay. I My think mistake. I saw something about it on Twitter, but. I could be wrong. You could be right. <laughs> oh. Nah, but yeah. I'll have to look it up later. So, um, pretty much, we won our game 3-2. Uh, we started out with uh, Jesus Corona, uh, Juan Escobar, Pablo Aguilar, uh, Cata Dominguez, uh, Nacho Rivero, who's been playing for uh, Adrián Aldrete, who, unfortunately, Rivero, it looks like he picked up an injury. Uh Luis Romo, Rafa Vaca, Yoshi Yotun, este, Cabecita, Brian Angulo, who scored a goal, and uh, Paul Fernandez. So, what was your guys' thoughts on the lineup? And uh, we, we didn't see Orbelin on the starting lineup. Well, I mean, like Eli had mentioned earlier, we were uh, playing without wingers, apparently. So, that's always a little... You get that feeling, that sensation that it's going to be not such an aggressive game on your part. So um, I still, I still, I still don't like how we scored the first goal early. And then it just seemed like that's all we did the first half. And then it was nothing but Atlas on us. You know, I think even Chewie saved us a couple of times. That's when, you know, okay, something's wrong. What's, what's going on here? Um, I don't know, like, um, I think there's a lack of uh, creativity. There is solid work, and it's evident in in the passes that we saw in the second half 
from Romo to Cabecita, they understand each other. They know where where they know each other's uh, capabilities. They know each other's placement. But I think there's a big lack of creativity. Um, there's not that connection of two, three, four players up front. You know, tejiendo una jugada and you know ending up in goal. That's just me on my personal taste. That's what I like to see. That, uh, to me, that's soccer. You know. Um, the whole tactical part of it where I heard the commentators talking about how it's a big tactical batter, battle between these coaches and I'm, I, don't, I don't fuck all that you know I want to see some goals I want to see some some cool shit you know I want to see some some fintas I want to see that I think that's why to this day and I don't know if you guys agree with me but I was thinking um after Chelito I don't think anybody has really taken a spot to really, uh, you know, be that type of player that we can kind of, damn, I want to see this guy every week, every week, every weekend. Like, it's been how many years since Chelito uh, hasn't, hasn't played with us, and I don't think anybody's taken that spot. And because he gave us a different style of soccer, you get me? And that's kind of what a lot of people like to see us that, like, that when Brazil had that whole Joga Bonito shit going on, it's... It makes you want to watch this. It makes it sick. And I think we're lacking that, you know. Um, we've been able to, to, to maintain this winning streak. Um, but I don't see a lot of a lot of soccer, a lot of football going on. It's worked out for us, thank God. Let's see how long that lasts us. But I would definitely like to see more creativity up top. Uh, I think we're missing, we're missing something up top. Um, but it's worked out for us. Um, I still, I mean, think about it. We won three to two to Atlas, three to two. So um, that should tell you kind of where we're at. But well, we'll see. You you know this this uh, thing doesn't matter. It's it's about the Ligia. So we'll see what happens. Yo, so I I, I get I get what you're saying, and like obviously, like it's your opinion. I, I respect your opinion, but. I mean, I mean, like the fans, like we, we like to see like the tactical part of it, you know, like it, obviously it's not like like what everybody likes to see, but it's kind of like enlightful. Like when you see like the the way that our players play, obviously, I mean, you have your your taste and I, and I have like myself and Eli has his and everybody else has like their own taste in it. But mm-hmm. I, I think that um like players up front like i don't know what you thought about angulo angulo i think he was doing what you were saying like he was they were tejendo jugadas they were trying mm-hmm. to formulate danger they tactically it was a well it was a well organized game for us unfortunately i think that having your over orbelin was our mistake and why we didn't have that much uh clarity up front you well, think there overall. was a reason for that Probably just trying to uh, for the Mexican national team, yeah, you know, sense. try to make sure he's rested. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Eli. Orbelin did. Orbelin did play. He played in the second half, and right as soon as the game ended, he left to go meet up with the selection, and you know, travel to to Europe. And you know, you can't just be, you can't be risking your players like that as much, just because you have them play. You can't have them in for a whole like ninety minutes, and then have them travel play for selection and then and it's just you just gotta 
protect your players, you know, especially someone as important as Orbelin. Um, like as you were saying, you weren't seeing that many passes or that link up up front. Uh, I would say it's because we didn't start off with Piojo or Orbelin. Normally, they're the ones that would, you know, connect with the people up front, or at least they're supposed to. Uh, but we didn't really see that. You would see some of it with Romo and Paul, but as soon as the ball would get to Vaca, he would stop, turn around, go back. He, as we know, we've mentioned it plenty of times, he can't go forward with the ball. Uh, some people like it, surprisingly. Some people obviously don't. Uh, he's going to stop. He, he'll, he'll slow it down and he'll look. He'll stop and look, which is what annoys me because he doesn't have that vision. His stop, turn around, pass it back, get the ball, stop, turn around, pass it back. And when he tries to pass it forward, that's when we lose the ball. Uh, I know uh, we shared a clip earlier where uh, on Twitter where Baca, it's just the one clip where he passes the ball forward <laughs> and just gives it straight away. <clears throat> and it's like, bro, come on. Like watching that live, it's like, it's, you know, it gets you mad because you see Romo Paul linking up and getting space. And then they give it to Baca and then Baca's like, I'm going to give the ball back. It's like... <laughs> And that's why you see him passing back because he doesn't, he stops too much to think and he loses his opportunity to make a key pass. And, you know, the same, the same old, same old, really. Uh, I also want to mention Yotun because Have he played? Yes, that's the thing. In the first <laughs> half, he we knew he was starting, but like halfway through the first half, I was like, is Yotun playing? You know? Yeah. And it's like for the season, pretty much, and it's disappointing because no, like he starts, he starts, and but he doesn't show up. Uh, a sharp contrast compared to Shaggy. Shaggy has been surprising me as he may not, he might not be the fastest or the most technical uh, ability-wise, but he somehow managed to show up more than Paul. Uh, the few times Shaggy went up, like he got to like the penalty box and was able to get a pass out and that's already more than Yotun can say even in the back Shaggy solid in the first half you you saw you guys saw Renata Ibarra like tearing our right mid our right side apart like they would keep coming in they'd cut, they'd cut through and they'd create a chance and create a corner but in the second half it wasn't as as prevalent when you have Shaggy there so I gotta give my props to Shaggy just because he does his job and he does a little bit extra despite not having the speed or the, you know, the ability. And I give props to that. Tactically, like, or like more like technically, like he's not gifted, you know, but he's a hard worker, you know, and that's the kind of, uh, of, um, player we want you know i mean obviously we want like technically gifted players of course but at least like if we know it that you're kind of limited we at least want you to bust your ass off on the field and i think that's the deal with uh rafael vaca i think he's been in the team for like seven years and i'm still i'm still waiting for him you know like what, <laughs> like what what's going on i mean i mean they yes i understand moments, bro. i understand they the whole moments like with pumas <laughs> I understand. I understand the the whole. Um, it's unfair that um, so apparently um, Renato Ibarra outran him, outran him on that play. But 
that's no excuse, bro. Like, if you're a defensive midfielder, anywhere, even in Sunday leagues, no matter where you go, the defensive midfielder is the guy that does the dirty work. He's why do you guys think Torrado got so many yellow cards? Why, oh, like, or even Marcone, even even Javier Salas does a better job at what Rafael Baca does, you know? And that's that's the thing that that really like frustrates me about him because and it's not to hate like I don't I don't hate him I don't I don't I don't care about the guy but when I see a player like that that he feels like if he's in a basketball game bro like this is not basketball this is soccer bro use your freaking legs don't use your arms why are you using your arms to field like you're not fielding them with this isn't like fly football bro well you know what it is with Baca dude is that he's he doesn't want to be the the protagonist. And, and get red carded and lose a game, you get me? Like, it's same with Kata. How many red cards has Kata gotten? That shows you his lack of attitude back there. If we could have someone like Dario Beron, he was always getting red carded. He was always, you know, he was back there putting in work. And, and Kata is just kind of like, oh, turns around when he gets, you know, he's just a guy without character, you get me? And that's why... Baca and Kata are two guys that care more about staying in the game than, than you know, stopping a play or, or whatever, you get me? Instead of contributing to the team, you know? Even if it means them getting yellow carded or red carded, you get me? When's the last time Kata got a yellow? For a foul. Maybe for getting up in a rush face, I could see it. But, like, for one of his fouls, for him doing something to stop the rival, he definitely never does. Never. Like you were mentioning about Baca, uh, Baca on Instagram and Twitter, and Baca on the field are two completely different people. Like you see all the motivational tweets and posts and this picture. He's manifesting it, bro. But then on on the field, he's like just there. He's like running. He's like a deer caught in the headlights. Uh, he looks around. He sees who's open. Then they close in on him, so he just turns around passes it back but it's like yeah it's i've been seeing a lot of uh you know baka fans they can you know they can they everyone has their opinions it's all cool we're all the same fans of the same team but i want to see what they see i want to see what they see to have a positive uh opinion on baka like on the field in person, I'll, you know, I'll say he's a cool dude or whatever. He's a nice guy. I hope he, you know, like uh, nothing but the best. But on the field, it's like disappointing considering you could have, Alec- you could try out uh, Alexis there or, you know, maybe one day have Marcone there. <clears throat> Possibly, probably not. But there's so much potential in that midfield. But I feel like Vaca hinders it just because of his lack of uh, awareness, really. Because I'll give it to him. He runs. He runs, but that's it. Uh, he's no. not going to give a key pass like every other game or an assist. It's Romo. Romo's doing that. It's Bull looking for the space. Vaca, I guess you could say. Let me think of a positive thing about Vaca. Give me a give me a second. Hope you guys have an hour. But uh, he can stop. Okay, the only positive, if you can see, it, say it, it's a positive, is he stops 
and goes back and keeps things toned down when they need to be. But that's it, and that's not, to me, good enough. But compared to Romo and Paul, you have both of them. You have Romo here giving a hat-trick of assists when Baca is over here who can't pass the ball forward. And it's disappointing just seeing that potential go to waste in that position when you can have anyone else there. You'd probably do better, but no, I guess. I don't know. Some people will tell me I'm wrong. They'll say something else. And I'm open to hear it. Like, convince me. Like, I'm open for it. Convince me. Like, go ahead. I'll listen. Like, but, you know, until someone that convinces me or I see something different from him, I'm going to keep my opinion on Baca. And my question is, like, whoever said that he was national team material, bro? Like, who? Okay, I'll expose myself. I'll expose myself right here. I did. I did at a point say Corona and Baca were national team material. Uh, back when, you know, Baca ended up was being our, like our best midfielder. That's how bad things were back then. Where, you know, because all his runs were good enough. But that was about it. But I admit I was I was one of those guys. So anyways, uh, first goal of the game, uh, Angulo scored with the header. Uh, Paul Fernandez down the middle, passed it to the side where Romo was. And Romo gave the center and Angulo managed to connect very good and scored the first goal of the game. Uh, Romo would end up scoring, not scoring, having three hat-tricks. Not, my bad. Having three assists, so a hat-trick of assists that game, which to me, I don't remember hearing that like in, in, for a Cruz Azul game. I, I don't remember hearing one of our players had a three assists that game. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but this is the first I'm hearing about it at least. And that just shows the incredible fun that Romo is having. Like right now, Ivan, you were saying how we don't have like a Chelito kind of player, uh-huh. but I would think... We don't do don't have... even don't even do it. No 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 here. You're gonna think <laughs> you're gonna think I'm comparing like their abilities. They're both completely different players. Yeah. However, who who do the fans love right now? They love Romo. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm I'm one of yeah, those you, people. You you've seen the replies. You go on like you go on the selections Twitter. You see Romo. And what do you see in the replies? You see everyone saying like, oh, cuidenlo, cuidalo. No, that, that's that's interesting that you mentioned that because I actually wanted to talk about Romo. And I know um, I'm probably the type of dude that I've expressed this view before is like, I just want to fast forward to La Liga, bro, because all this shit is cool. But Romo was part of that team that lost 4-0 to, to Pumas, bro. Where was all that shit? Where was all this shit then? You get me? I mean, it's all cool, but it, it'll all amount to nothing if we don't win the championship. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. You get me? I, like with Romo, because that's the that's the the hot topic right now is is Romo. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, bro, this guy was there. All he needed was one assist that game. He couldn't pull it off. Um, you know, he kept talking but about different how, circumstances, bro. Different circumstances. So. But I mean, in what way? That was a Ligia, and this is a exactly. Ligia. So, is, yeah, so is, that, is he gonna fold the Ligia again? Is well, that what you're saying? That's what Chilito did. I know, but look at the impact he has on all of us. Still, like he was almost look, look at the goals. Look at the goals he scored, bro. 
look at the look at the the beauty behind his his soccer skills you know that's that's well, why the thing that's is, why you we don't talk see, about him still you don't even see those kinds of goals anymore from like like the things are different from compared to 10 cuz soccer soccer's evolved it's not the same bro like i think i think that's our a bad image that we have is that we don't we don't mature as football is growing, you know. Like it's it's changed. It's not the same. It's like but it's like it's like America. It's, it's like oh. America. Look at look at America when they had Clever and Piojo and and Cuauhtemo. Like it's why do you think all of them go back to like oh like we want to see that America? Because mm-hmm. and that's the era that we're 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 talking about because we all fell in love with it. But that's because it was so many factors, you know, the color. Even the rivals, like they fucking sucked ass, bro. Like, let's be real. But we still didn't win a championship. No, I know what you. I know exactly what you mean. Especially like I mentioned earlier, the whole the whole Brazil shit with the Joga Bonito in that in that in that year in that you know World Cup year and all that shit. Soccer was different than it is now. You get me? But I like that kind of soccer, and I miss that shit, and I fell in love with it. And that's why, as much as I hate Neymar. I, I love the way he plays because he brings something to soccer that a lot of people don't do. Even Cristiano, that's a machine and is probably the greatest ever to do it. His soccer was never like, oh my God, he just did that. You get me? Like he was just a really a person that put it in the net. And that was all that's, you don't need to make a goal look good to, for it to be a goal. And Cristiano was just scoring goal after goal after goal. Which, but when you have players like Neymar, you know, that are just like, bro, like, it's almost like watching like a magician, bro. And like, it kind of like, that's the type of game that I like. And that's kind of why I feel, and a lot of people like it as well, because like I said, um, we still, when people talk about Cardoso, when people talk about um, Guignac, Cruz Azul fans automatically go back to Chelito and even people that weren't Cruz Azul fans, even people like Layun, who says his idol was Chelito, you get me? Cause he was like, when you watch Chalito play, it was it was a show, bro. And that's the difference between him and Romo. And and you know, I know Chalito is a a pecho frío. I know, but it's still like, what he inspired a lot. Everyone wanted to be like him. I don't know one person that's my age that did, did, didn't have their old fucking email at, at with the 19 at the end. Everyone wanted to play like Chalito. Everyone wanted to be him. And I don't think that's the case with Romo as much as we like him. We don't see Romo be like, God damn, I want to be Romo. You know, it, it, that doesn't happen with kids today. Um, but I'm glad he's on the team. He's super dope. He's a great player. I, I'm just like, I'm holding my breath because I just want the Ligia to get here. I, I want the, the history to change. Um, and to me, that's like what I'm fucking, that's what I care about. All this winning streak, like, it's awesome. Yay. Let's get to the fucking Nigia because that's what we need. I wish every, every tournament, every season from now on, I could just press fast forward straight to the playoffs, straight to the playoffs. Like that's, that's how, that's what 23 years has done to me, bro. I don't know, bro. Back in the day with Tomas Boy, I don't think we were fast forwarding <laughs> to Ligueas at all. So oh I think God. it's step by step, you know. But um, that second goal, uh, what a a long ball from from Romo. He pretty much uh, doesn't even look. I think he just 
knows he, he knows he, he knows how to time it but i mean that's how you know like when when your team is kind of together and you guys know what you guys are playing for football so easy you know like salapico cabecita made the run and he finished it like a crack you know that might not have been a chilito type of goal like ivan likes but it was still that's all oh yeah because because of the control with the chest bro that's I mean that's it was it was, it was good, perfect. Bro. It was perfect. Like normally it'd bounce off of his chest and it'd just go straight towards the the line and go out. But that control was perfect. And he's and he could have easily like shot it at the goal at the goalie, my bad, or out. But mm. it was perfect. It was, you know. Some nobodies on Twitter will say that oh it wasn't a good pass. It was a defensive mistake. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like I no, wanna appreciate I wanna appreciate what we have. It was a well-calculated pass, dude. It was precise. Definitely, you know, like... And he did it twice. And he did it twice, too. Yeah. Not as... Because, not as probably not as... Not as, uh, you know, as, as long. Probably not as long, but, you know, still as good. Uh, he had that he knows, curve in there. He knows who he's passing it to. Because you can't make those passes to Angulo or Caraglio back in the day. They could never run that fast. They could never control... You get me? He knows what cabecita is you get me speaking speaking of that i i had i had i had heard on while i was listening to the game the commentators like mike mark rosas and them we're talking about how they think cabecita is going to be a starter for the copa america for uruguay what do you guys think i highly doubt that dude because it's uruguay and uh, uruguay yeah. has uruguay stag bro they have this guy yeah. in Panfica named by uh Darwin Nunez, dude, that guy is a striker. Yeah, Maxi Gomez too. He got sold from Celta de Vigo to Valencia for like 60 mil. So, yeah. but my thing is like, okay, like everybody hypes up Nacho Rivero, but what what's so special about Nacho <laughs> Rivero? That's my question. Oh, like. <laughs> Aldrete, right? No, I, yeah. I think Aldrete. Uh, even, what? I think Aldrete could cross, give you a better cross than Nacho Rivero. Nacho he Rivero, could, yeah. he could, but he doesn't. I I don't know. I was having the same argument with my dad that night because he thinks Nacho Rivero is badass, and I was like, I mean, I was like, let's I knows, but that's about it. That's all you give me. Like, he's he runs a lot. I'll tell you that much. Um, I don't I don't think like. Oh, he's part of the dream team. You get me? He's like, I don't know. I, I think he's he's definitely not a ghost player. Like, like definitely like Yotun, bro. Like Yotun and Elias. It's almost like you're playing with a player less, bro. You get me? It, it, it's it's ridiculous, and they keep playing these people. But but Rivero, yeah, I think he's overhyped. Um, but I mean. He's good. Think, no, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm saying like like all the hype that they're trying to like surround him. It's like, bro, like like he he's not Dani Alves. He's not like <laughs> he's not yeah. like Marcelo yeah. or Carvajal. You know, like well, no one's gonna compare him to that. But I mean, we uh, have I to we, we have to know so, what kind of player we have too. You know. Well, yeah, but you won't know that until you play him. But so for against. Defensively, Nacho didn't look that good, but transitioning forward, I feel is a little bit better than Alrete. For sure, better than Yotun, but definitely. You know, I yep. guess 
we're so hungry to see someone hungry uh we're hungry to see you know we want we all want someone to like see someone that's hungry you know get with character that'll put his stick his leg in even if it's a foul or not you see that from Rivero despite not being as good defensively uh probably as Aldrete but I don't know I don't really I can't really complain too much about Rivero at this time even if uh, I guess my complaint would be how he handled Renato because they were doing passes around him and he he was struggling to catch up I don't know man I mean who are we gonna put in Haibir I don't think so <laughs> for what we have it works for now but you know for how long that's how you know that he's so bad that they had to put a, a player that's not even a natural left left back to cover that spot when Haibir supposedly is a natural left back <laughs> shout out to Haibir Nah, Hybrid's cool. That fool, is, that fool gets the bitches, bro. <laughs> Obviously not if they're over here exposing him. <laughs> Why they do him like that, bro? He's cute. He's cute, bro. Hey, Hybrid, you got a you got a boy over here that wants you to DM him. Yeah, at Crease Royal Toe. <laughs> <laughs> Great, bro. Hit me up, too. We'll get you on the podcast. Nah, but... Um, so third goal. So the third goal could have easily just like not have happened because Atlas gave a long ball to the corner and it could have easily gone out, but that last player like ran for it. He barely <laughs> he had to like do like a sliding diving slide tackle. I bet he, he was all like, he kept, I he just kept the ball in. Out. Yeah, because he let he saved the ball and the player in the corner got it. He passed it back uh, directly to Romo. I think it, it was Romo, right? No, directly to Romo? Or was it someone was else? Malcora. Oh, no, it was Montoy. Malcorra passed it back to... That was the first goal. The second goal, I mean. The third goal. The third goal. Our third goal. The third goal was where Paul um, blocked it in front of Corona. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I'm thinking here. But yeah. Uh, you go for it, Ivan, since you, you remember better no. than me. <laughs> what if I'm wrong? No. Jesse, the third goal was when they started towards the goal and, and Paul was like, yeah. And and that rebound, like, it looked like somebody, I think. Hold on, hold on. It's right here. I have it right here. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, Atlas crossed the ball. They centered it. They headed it back to the half circle where Atlas striker, like, shot it. And Paul... He he tried to like he he stopped it he stopped the the shot really and it landed on one of our players and it landed on <clears throat> to Romo and Romo obviously being Romo he sent the ball straight to Cabecita and you know obviously the the goal happened uh, another good assist from Romo uh, Cabecita again with the good finish uh, gave us three the three one which should have been you know the uh, the final score, the final marcador, but we ended up giving away a doubtful penalty, which to me was, it was not show, a penalty. It was that was show. not a penalty. But at the same time, why is Shaggy? Shaggy knows how bad the refs are. 
Why would he just like put his hands on? Oh, dude, he barely touched them, dude. It's still, yeah, exactly, but he sold it. it he sold it. A, he it sold wasn't it, even bro. a push. It he wasn't a push. It wasn't a penalty. It wasn't, a, it wasn't even a foul, but he sold it. The Atlas player sold it. I was talking about it on Twitter, and I bet you if if the score was like two to one or three to two already, they would have never marked that as a penalty. But because they knew it wasn't going to affect them on the board, they were like, fuck it, let's just give it to him. You get me? I, get, he, I promise you they wouldn't have called it, bro. And he only replayed, the referee only replayed it like twice from and it was a very shitty far view. It was a shitty view, yeah. It was like once and then like a half replay the second time. And then he's like, screw it, I'm going to give it a penalty. He didn't even think it over, dude. Like that's that's actual garbage refereeing. Like VAR is not being used like in, good enough in Liga like, MX. Yeah, like that could have, dude. I don't know, because that that'll that's gonna happen again in the future. Hopefully, hopefully it won't affect us like this time. But that's gonna happen again where VAR isn't used like good enough, and it'll end up hindering. It'll end up hinder, hindering us. Hopefully, hopefully. It isn't in the guia for deciding like play because they need to get there. You know, we saw it in the Sunny Plumas game right before. Like, it's VAR is all over the place. There's no, there's no like standard. It's just all over the place. Either they they use it and it's wrong, still wrong, or you know, it's it's all over the place to me. But in the end, we ended up getting the win, three-two win, uh, tying like we said earlier. Uh, our winning streak from 71-72 and hopefully next week we can officially have our new record of our own uh, 11 wins against Juarez in not not next week in two weeks right I believe yeah on, but, a, on a Friday I think Friday the second or something like that or the third yeah. so hopefully in you know two weeks we'll be back saying Rasul officially enters the history books. Not maybe historical, maybe we have yet to see that, but in the history books for sure, with our new, you know, winning streak record. Hopefully, hey, bro. I want to apologize earlier. I, I just looked up the winning streak shit. Yeah, before Leon's 12 win streak, Cruz Azul held the record with 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it took almost 50. What was it like? So, 40, yeah, almost how, long, how long ago was Leon? Like last year, barely like okay, forty-eight so, years, forty-seven. So, so it took almost fifty years for someone to beat Grosu's winning record, and then Grosu's gonna end up beating it, or hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. has a good chance at who's it gonna be against it. Jesse. What's up? Who's it gonna be against if we break that record? Oh, we're gonna play America. <laughs> but uh, before before we even jump that. Yo, you know, we've been talking about Borras, we've been talking about stuff, like, any of you guys making the trip to uh, Ciudad Juarez for that game versus Juarez, you guys know that um, they're allowing fans over there? I Maybe I'm not following the right people for that, but I haven't seen much activity from people that have would have access to that. Because it would be, because they would only accept people with abonos and... But money talks, you know, you can probably get a couple of bonos for a good price. Now, maybe not the best price, but, you know, for a good price for the seller. But this might be the first game with, with Rasul fans. And hopefully the people that, you know, have the funds and have the access to it are able to, you know, make the, make themselves present. And, you know, finally have a game with Rasul fans. Uh, 
How long has it been? It's been a long time. A whole year, last... bro. When was our last game with fans? The game versus uh... versus Morelia. I believe. Morelia, dang. I think it was already Mustafa anymore, bro. bro. It was already Mustafa. Nah. No, nah, sure? we didn't have fans. No. Nah. It was Morelia. Yeah, but... We have to look that up, because I know February I was there. We obviously just, there was no pandemic. Actually, I'm lying. I'm lying. It was Tijuana. It was Tijuana at the Azteca. Remember Dang. we won with a a goal, like two goals, I think, from Piojo Alvarado. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for Q, right? Mm, yeah. Man, good times. Piojo with his mohawk scoring freaking bangers back then. But uh. I actually I, I have my appointment to, for, at the post office for my passport tomorrow, so I'm hopefully I get that shit ASAP. Um, when if are anything, we looking? When if are anything, we looking I, at? My bad. If anything, I think if you fly to like Texas or like a, a border a border city, yeah, national, you could just cross over. You could just cross over with your with your birth certificate, and then you wouldn't even have. Oh, to, to like, go to Juarez. Yeah. I don't want to go to Juarez though, bro. No, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm, but I'm saying, okay. like, like if you were, if you, or if anybody wanted to go, you know, that's like another. My my right now, I'm thinking about like semifinal final of Conca Champions. That's about the time I should be having my passport. So, do you know about when's the date for that, Eli? For what was I it? I haven't announced the official date, but like for like the semifinals or final of the Conca Champions. I'm not sure, actually. I haven't looked into it. We still have to, you know, uh, pass through. <laughs> we have to beat the Haitian team first before okay. we can be thinking about finals. It's a two-leg, huh? Yeah, it's two-leg. Um, shouldn't be a problem, but, you know, <laughs> if we put in our all of our reserves and bench, you know, it can things can get iffy if, you know, if they're not up for it. That's why it's important for Reynoso to be, you know, Having all those subs uh, going in and getting playtime just so that they're ready for a potential start in a Concacaf game because that's probably the most likely, most the most likely time that they'd you know see more minutes. And yeah, but honestly, the date I mean, honestly I'm not sure, but I'd have to look it up. But you know, as I, as as Reynoso said and everyone says step by step, let's not I be was... planning trips to finals that you know haven't <laughs> happened yet or aren't happening yet, but. You know, it's good to have that passport ready, Ivan. Uh, I don't think yeah. Mexico City is going to allow fans anytime soon, dude. They came and said it. They said yeah, that it doesn't not. look anytime soon. Or well, if, we, if we end up playing like... Oh, like the final at someone... We're going to yeah. be super leaders, bro. It's going to be at the Azteca. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, you know. <laughs> Even if it's yeah, America, it's our only rival is America right now. It'll still be at the Azteca. Oh, you know how many... What what happened with Leon where they were eighth place to qualify and they ended up winning it, you know, taking us out. Oh my god. It's happened, bro. It's happened. I mean I probably it's a trauma at this point talking, but you gotta think of everything at this point. Keep your mind at ease. But uh anyways, for sure, uh hopefully Juarez fans uh not Juarez fans, but Grosu fans in Juarez can jump to it and and make their presence known, you know, it's the first time. First time in a long time where Grosso fans can be at the game, and hopefully there's a bunch of them. Uh, and but yeah, if anyone has any information about that, abonos or anything, 
uh, you know, hit us up, we'll share it or, you know, just make yourself known and we'll retweet it or anything, you know, Facebook, anywhere, Instagram, Twitter, but you know, we just want to get as many of you guys in the, in the stadium as possible, but you know, we got to see banners, how, take your flags, you know, whatever, whatever they let you take, obviously, um, try not to get scanned by any Juarez fans, any abonados. Because I know some people like to, you know, they say they have an abono, they take your money, then they don't come through. But, you know, always be careful. But uh, for sure, I uh, can't wait to see you guys there. Uh, hopefully you guys are loud and clear through the TV. And we'll be cheering with you guys from here. I heard they have some beautiful girls over in Juarez too, bro. Like, have you seen their soccer team? Their goalie? All of them, bro. Most of them are pretty freaking good looking. Do you get me? I don't, you know, we need to get some of those over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, with respect to our female audience, uh, you want to get the best players for our team, of course, as well. Oh, we are, what, what is our, about, I think, I think our female team is currently in playoff really? positions. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were up there, which is really, really good. Finally, it's about time uh, seeing not just the men's team, but also the women's team. Uh, I know we don't mention them much on here at all but you know we gotta we gotta get uh norma palafox bro that's who we need to bring as a star she's gonna be busy um, doing her freaking show bro she has a show now no, okay no but she's on what's that show Exatlon. she's on there what the heck is that it's one of those game show shows where like a bunch of hot people like compete with like athletes and stuff i don't know it's, what's it's, i've never i've never seen it i've never seen it that's I know like, some of you have, but like some Jersey Shore shit or what? Nah, like like that. It's actually they it's actually like Survivor like, you know, type of deal. They actually like you know do like physical like competitions and stuff. I've never seen it, but you know that's Ninja, what I've heard. Ninja Warrior. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know, it's just you know it's physical stuff. But anyways, uh, we're over here talking about Exatlon the podcast. Uh, you brought it up, bro. <laughs> well, you're you brought up Norma Palafox, bro. Come on. But anyways. Jesse over here went to the bathroom just so you guys don't hear him. Uh, you guys can't see it, but he has a Marcone jersey on his seat. Uh, a lot of talk about Marcone recently. It's it's a dream. It's probably not going to happen, but, you know, it's good to dream. Uh, a midfield with Romo, Marcone, and Paul. It's like... Would they you know, win the championship, though? Yes, yes they would. <laughs> yes, they would. We wouldn't have Baca. Oh, speaking of Baca, sorry to bring him up again. A positive about him today or for the game, he was subbed out. He was subbed out by Reynoso. Okay. Yotun was subbed out. And, you know, he was making the changes we want to see. We don't want to see Yotun. We don't want to see Baca. Well, some people do, but I uh. personally don't. And to me, it worked. They worked. Shaggy put in work. Uh, I think... Orbelin went in for Baca, but I would have to double check. Uh, yeah, Baca came out, Yotun came out, Rivero came out, Angulo came out, and Montoya. Oh my God, Elias Hernandez, dude. <laughs> we, I am so tired of seeing Elias come in as a sub. He like, does absolutely nothing, bro. He like... does nothing at all. Like, he, I think it's a mental thing, bro. Like, cause 
he just go, he doesn't even come on with like that motivation. Like you could tell he's not even like hungry like to be in there. He's just kind of like, all right, I'm in again. Like, what's up, guys? And that's it. That's making that easy know. money. I that's the type of player that you know it's about time he, he goes to like Querétaro or fucking even even like even like people like Malcora, you know, who's in a team like Atlas. Or or San Beso that's in Mazatlan, you know, like those lower freaking budget teams, they still play a heck of a lot better than Elias. You get me? Like from from um, even just their will, you get me? It's just kind of like I don't know what's going on with Elias. I think it's a mental thing. I think he's probably going through, through some extra, you know. Whatever whatever Reynoso thinks Elias is gonna add. Misael can do it because Elias does not contribute anything aside from possible experience. But when it comes down to it, his legs don't move like they used to anymore. Like, it's to have him like run back and defend. No, he's not doing that. If it's to send the ball forward, he's not doing that either. Um, you see, dude, it's like so disappointing having Misael. When you know he could just like break a few ankles and he's through, just send him. Send me Sayed and you're you're clear on the run. But then I don't know, man. Maybe Reynoso knows something, but I don't I don't see a reason why Elias has to come in. Over well, like just like Jesse said, it's not just Reynoso. It's Siboldi. It's I I think I seen I used to play him a lot more, um, but still like Kashinga. Kashinga had him starting in the Copa Mekis. Misael oh, okay. started the Misael started the Copa MX final against Monterrey at the, at the BBVA. Like so, he wasn't just he wasn't not playing. He was playing quite a bit, and he went up with the team all the way up to the final of the Copa MX that we ended up winning. Like he's not inexperienced. He's played. He started those matches, I, I, I and he hasn't you know he hasn't caved, but you know. Elias also scored that game, so at this point it's like a flip of the coin, like which one of us is right. But you know, we can all say we want Misael, but I guess Reynoso has his plans. Like you said, Kashinya and Siboldi and now with Reynoso. That's three coaches. Let's see how long he managed to keep Misael for, honestly. But where do you think I mean besides Chivas, like like, do you think somebody like like Monterrey or Tigres is gonna take him back, or or? Nah, he's he's he seems like a good player for like Santos, bro. Like Santos, oh, they're 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 a pacey team. I don't know if you guys watch them. They're they're always consistently um, feeding their wingers. You know that's why they always have like really good players. Like, and then Otero, Brian Lozano's then... been out for a while, so they yeah, definitely... well Valdez too. You know so. Yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of like the teams like that I feel make our league a little strong. Like even Cholos, like what I like about Cholos is that ever since they came on, they might not have been be a protagonist, but they're never like a cheap team. You get me? They're not like these like Puebla, you know, Necaxa. Or, like it's not like they get a bunch of like recycled ass old players on their way out. You get me? Like. Cholos always just gets like these random South Americans, like, and some of them are actually good. You get me? Like, some of them, like, they brought Benedetto. Was it then they brought Benedetto? 
Yeah, but I'm gonna disagree right there, bro. Nah, that's 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 all cap because they brought in Washington Camacho. Washington Camacho was like 33 years old, bro. They brought oh, in like, like one player. Nah, that but they, they bring a bunch, way. bro. They bring a bunch. It's just like they they bring so many South Americans that you don't even notice that they're there. You know, like I think at one point they were playing with I think what was the rule like 10. 10 to 1 or whatever uh, and then they were played with 10 like foreigners and their only excuse was uh their only excuse was um the goal no not even the goalie they would have uh mexican american so it, it, he wasn't even like mexican you know hey, that fool was good that you're talking about like a homie not well i mean they've had like a bunch you know like gregory garza um Paul Arriola, so uh, I don't know, but the, like I've always thought, like they've had some pretty badass uh, players. Like that Colombian striker that they had, I don't know why that fool didn't go to any other Mexican team. Um, uh, that fool with the ponytail, that fool reminded me of Cabañas. Um, and then this fool over here that they have right now, Manotas. I do that dude. That dude's sick, dude. Um, I mean, Fidel Martinez is cool. He, he's not who he was with Dubier Riazgos, but I don't know. I think Cholos is is a good is a good team for Liga MX. I, I like, like I said, I like that they um they don't just recycle a bunch of these old ass players, you know. Yeah, they they spend their money, you know, and they've been spending it. They've been spending it on players like that, on and even updating their stadium. Like their stadium is gonna look amazing. It's it looks done. nice. It looks nice already. Like it was nice before, but now bigger. It's gonna be even nicer. But you know, you gotta know how to spend your money. And they got a fan base, bro. Like you, you see their home games and people are into it. It's kind of like with the mm-hmm. Tigres shit that they got going. It's because I mean they came on, dude, and as soon as they came on, they won a championship, and it was kind of like the people are hyped. The people believe in them, and you know they they built this like. um kind of identity of like yo against all odds you know we did it we came into Liga MX as the new guys and won it and you know over here Cruz Azul can't fill up their home games people people don't believe them you know people people are just upset people are just annoyed people are just like bro like you've had every you've had 23 years and you still can't do this shit like I want to see the the atmosphere that we see like Eli we talked about it all last episode but you know the atmosphere of this, these home games and it's only gonna come after the ninth championship bro and that that's that's what we need bro yeah you hit we it right on the nail they have their they got their championship they have their identity they have their stadium they have their names they have their you know their fan base they have their barra and Grasul doesn't have their stadium. They struggle to make this stick at their home. They don't have a vara or a you know supporter group, and you know they don't don't really branch out like Cholos does. Cholos knows how to branch out into the U.S. They they have their uh, especially in Southern California. Yeah, they even have their you know the. I don't know if you ever saw a doc, uh, mini documentary from a. Was it not goal? Who was it? But one of those dudes that makes one of those Copa American 90, channels. I yeah, I think it was yeah, it was Copa ninety. They had like a whole mini documentary on uh, an American Cholos fan who would always cross the border to see the games, and like 
you'd see there the whole identity is there the whole passion is there mm-hmm. like I want to see something like that with Grosu like in all the Copa 90 videos they'd always bring up the Super Clásico Chivas America they'd bring up Tigres and Monterrey's Clásico and you would hardly ever see Cruz Azul uh, they'd always like you know hype up Tigres or Monterrey or America or Chivas even even Atlas Chivas had their own mini documentary but you don't see, really see Cruz Azul like I think I remember one of the few clips they had of Cruz Azul was of La Sangre Azul uh, I think there was a fight you know it was the hype the thing up but you know we don't you know we're not we sell in Mexico but we don't sell outside to in the like US, foreign. No, there's a ton of fans in the US I oh yeah we have fans but we don't like we're not actually there's no, promoting there's our no, team there's no home atmosphere for Krasul Krasul doesn't have a home basically they're scattered all around they have millions of fans but they don't have a home because the people that are there to see them every weekend basically have been bamboozled. They've been they've been fucked over and and they're the one they're the people who could see them every weekend and they went and see them every weekend and what did they do to them? Lost the final. What did they do to them? Lost the four goal lead. People ha ah, dude, people it goes back to the root of it. We need a championship, bro. Yeah, for sure. They have every right to like be how they are not go not spend their money, you know. We already know after the our Ligia disgrace last season, we already know those first two games would have been completely empty, empty stadium. Anyways, enough of my constant rambling. Uh I believe Jesse and Ivan, or well, all of us really, we had set up a a little giveaway. Uh I believe it was a size medium home jersey. Uh with all every every I think what year was it? Uh, uh, the autographs. Twenty twenty. The before and the COVID. Yeah, you guys were giving away a uh, brand new autographed jersey, and we had it set up so that you guys would send us your favorite clips from the show, and we had quite a bit of uh you know responses to it, and we're we appreciate you guys you know tuning in and sending us your responses and, you know, participating, giving us those interactions, you know, and we're, we're thankful for you guys. This is not just a show for us. It's all of you guys. Uh, we're not just talking to ourselves, you know, we're talking to you guys. We're, we're we want to interact with you guys, fellow Cruz Who fans, you know, and, you know, we just want to pay it forward uh, by, you know, giving away a jersey and really hope uh, you guys like it and, you know, stay tuned because we're not this is not just the one one-time thing. Uh, we're gonna be doing more, and hopefully in the future, you guys can, you know, just keep showing us the same love and support, and you guys participate. Uh, Jesse, I'll pass it on to you. Let's see who uh, the winner is. So it's uh, Mo Mora Mora Vin on the Twitter. That's the more... that's the winner. So uh... okay, a little more enthusiastic, bro. Congratulations to Mora, Mora Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mora Ben. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is it like short for like Ivan Mora or something? No. <laughs> it's uh, Vincent, Vincent Mora. There you go. Vincent Mora. Yeah. From the Twitter. All right. Uh, shout out to you, bro. Vincent Mora. Yeah, uh, reach uh, out to me. Um, we'll. We'll have that shit uh, sent out to you, bro. 
We'll message you, boss. Don't worry. We got yeah, your jersey, I think we'll, man. We'll Just... post it. We'll post it like as well. I'll post it on Instagram as well. You know, like, okay, congratulations to. He's probably not on Instagram. I don't think he follows us on Instagram, right? No. Okay. Well, either way, I'll, I'll, I'll put that he's from Twitter and shit. You get me? So yeah. it's all good. Yeah, like uh, we'll just announce it over over the Twitter and Instagram, you know, um, and just congratulate uh, or thank everybody for participating and uh, thank Jesse for getting a hold of the shirt. Uh, we're gonna do more, you know. Uh, I'll get I'll get a hold of something uh, one day. We gotta we gotta figure out what our next move is, and it'll just uh, it's cool because of the interactions. You know, it was a smart idea. The the interactions are what really kind of like uh, sold it for me because it's kind of like you get to see people, you know, actually listening and um, picking out something that they consider their favorite part. So it, it kind of gives us a little insight too on, on what people like to hear. So glad that that happened and we went through with it and um, excited for the next one. Yeah. So um, shout out Vincent. So we did a little uh, like like post on the on the twitter and we were just asking our our listeners like well what are the some of the topics they wanted us to talk about so um ugarte 720 shout out to you bro thank you he he's also one of our our participants shout out to you bro uh you didn't win this one but for sure like hopefully you you win the next one but um when Aldrete becomes fit, do you guys take Nacho out and leave him as our starting le- left back? We'd have to <laughs> see where Aldrete is. Because, uh, you know, injuries really aren't that easy to move on I'm from. And, you know, is he going to come back the same? Is he going to come back better or worse? Uh, we have to see. We, you know, we, by, we, we won't find out until we play him. Uh, it's just kind of you know sketchy when it's when it's coming to you know the end of the season. Uh, you gotta see who works, who puts in the work, who contributes more. Uh, so far, Nacho probably has a little upper hand, but we gotta see where Aldrete is. But before that, you know, I didn't, I don't see much of Aldrete uh, as as good as he is with his left foot. Um, how many of those centers connected actually, you know, contributed? But you know, we gotta wait and see. The only time will tell. But so far, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But in the meantime, Rivero is my go-to. Yeah, I believe, you know, I'm a big, big firm believer in uh if something's not broken, don't fix it. We've been working well with uh Rivero. I don't think we should move it around in case unless Rivero gets injured himself or something, we had to switch. But not definitely injuries aren't easy to come back from, especially not at your full potential. Uh, perfect example is Pablo Aguilar. You know, he's just, it's sad. He was really important before his injury, man. Honestly, he was really solid scoring goals. And now it's, it's just sad, to, to be honest, you get me? Um, we're definitely going to need to start thinking about his replacement. Um but I see the same shit's going to happen with Aldrete. He's not going to come back at his full potential. And, uh, you know, we got to we gotta come with with whoever is best at the moment, not respect that um, seniority. Like, 
I was talking to my dad about this shit. Um, you know, so something like real quick about the seniority things like Baca or Corona. You know, even goalkeepers that have won championships with teams like Oswaldo Sanchez or um you know, Talavera, even William Yarbrough with Leon, even after giving him a B campeonato, they still kicked his ass out, pushed him to the side. Corona hasn't given a shit and they haven't kicked his ass out in a decade. I don't get it. You get me? I don't, I don't, what's wrong with Cruz Azul? Who's, you know, there, everyone has their time and Corona's time passed and he's great. Boom. He's great, but he wasn't great for us. So um, you know, that's how I feel. I feel we want to win. We got to stop looking at, at being good people and being kind and being like, oh, we, you know, he loves the team and let's let's leave him on because he loves the team. No, like we want to win and we need the best in their position. And, you know, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't bank on an injured person coming back and being better than the guy that's been playing all these games. To be fair, though, Corona has been putting in work these past couple of games. Obviously, it's not Ligia. The Gia is where it matters the most, but so far he's been putting in work, and I, you know, oh, yeah, I said, yeah, definitely, I've said it too. Like, for sure, he saved one, one or two cleared goals from Atlas that game, but you know, so far, so good. You gotta keep it going until the Gia keep that momentum going, keep that form going, uh, you know, because when it matters most, I know Ivan, you've said it before, he doesn't show up when it matters the most. Can this be different? Can this be different? Hopefully. Because as much as we best friend Corona, we want him just to win the league and, you know, retire or whatever, go to Chivas. We just, you know, we all want the same thing. But go off of our own experiences, we ought to go with what works and what doesn't. But, you know. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I think the homie Jonathan, he had asked us about Eustachio. I know we had mentioned our midfield earlier with Vaca, Romo, Paul, even Marcone. Uh, one of the one of one of the many we had in the middle before was Eustachio, who left us for <laughs> left us for he left to Portugal on what is it, Pacos Ferreira, I think. And you know he just didn't have any we us we couldn't have him he couldn't fit in the team you know we were we had many names in that midfield and of course Vaca was going to start every single time but after Estacchio's injury uh, you know he just never saw the minutes and he decided to leave and now Pacos Ferreira he is they are seeing a return on their investment because I believe Porto has acquired uh, Eustachio you know for profit on Ferreira's end which you know Grasul another another player that was not well managed or well used how he was supposed to in Cruz Azul. You know, we've seen it plenty of times before. Player comes, we don't use him, he leaves, he he does better somewhere else, you know? Uh, but again, uh, hopefully, hopefully, Ostaki, you know, Ostaki's going to play Champions League. If the deal goes through, he's going to end up playing Champions League while we're here, you know, playing Konga Cup Champions League with a Baka starting. You know what it is, what it is. It's disappointing to see players come and go, play talent wasted, and you know, just not know how to explode to their full potential from our coaches at the time. Uh, I, I actually, you know, with Ostakio, I just thought the same 
the same thing that I thought about Borja, the same thing that I thought about, you know, Paul at one point, you know, these players that came and had a few minutes, nothing crazy, didn't see nothing special. He just left. It's, you know, I don't follow him. I don't follow him after Cruz Azul because not somebody that really caught my attention. So I, I, I know there's absolutely no possibility of him, of him returning. The only reason he came was Portuguese and Caicinha is Portuguese. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, I can't. I can't give you a 100% that Ostakio was trash. Literally didn't see nothing of him. Like not enough. Like two minutes or something. And so it's like under I, like 25 minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's kind of like I don't know. Like Eli said, we brought him in to a spot where we already had th those spots covered you get me it's kind of like it made no sense but ah it is what it is um i'm glad i mean porto is an important team at least over there you get me in portugal um so i think i guess that's good for him um he's gonna play with what Who, who's there the gatito right the gatito and is there another mexican no no, it's the same now. Yeah. Yeah, but um, another <laughs> the, 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 this one's uh from from Johnny V under underscore twelve. Uh, what's the biggest threat in the playoffs besides Cruz Azul itself? What's the biggest threat in the Liga other than Cruz Azul itself? Yeah. <laughs> Is he referring to a team? Yeah. I America, dude. 100% bro that's and I've said it before it goes way beyond the field it's it's a mental thing it's a mental thing dude the last team that goes through repechaje will probably be our biggest threat because it's happened before where the last the first, the last team to qualify the Liga in 8th place has knocked us out like in Leon for example <clears throat> my bad Um, you know it's a whole mental thing something we have to we're we're slowly doing by you know breaking our own records or reaching our own records, you know by being up there, uh, little by little baby steps. Uh, you know, saw the coach, saw the coach right there. It's where Siboli failed completely. Uh, that whole mental aspect. Uh, you gotta know how to keep your players in the game, and you know don't just concede two goals and then suddenly you're like completely out of it and at the mercy of either team. You know. You gotta have that, that uh, that hunger, that we didn't see in the last game of the Guia last season. But if we can work on that mental aspect, then we should be fine. Uh, we should be fine, you know, tactic wise and you know, football wise. But that's always the big hurdle, you know, ourselves. Uh, well, you know it's, always, it's, it's always it's always like it's always like oh, it's uh, Atlas is an easy team for us to tire our winning record, but you have people saying like, it wouldn't be completely out of character for Kurasul to like, you know, lose against Atlas or lose against Juarez. It's that whole, you know, it's that whole trauma from the past that we have to keep outgrowing and moving on from. Uh, you know, I think uh, Varado had said it, uh is like uh, Rocky where he keeps getting knocked down, but he keeps getting back up, you know, but you know, time will, time will tell. Uh, Gotta wait and see who our opponent is, but you know, our first opponent will be our own mentality. 
our own, you know, that hunger that we yearn for La Novena. Got to see who wants it the most. And we got to be the ones that want it the most. That's something we will get it. You would think with everything that's happened to Cruz Azul in decade in the last decade, um, they would invest their efforts and time into getting like a legit mental coaching team and do that regularly. You get me? Because phys- physically we're, we're well off. Uh, we've been one of the teams that scored the most points in recent years. It's always this mental this mental threshold that we can't get past and there there's there's psychologists dude there's there's a lot of help out there and i don't know if they do but if they don't because the players really need to see a psychologist like monthly it's not even weekly. that bro it's not even that like <laughs> if it's it's there like they have money for it and they choose not to you know like it's a know, choice that's what I'm saying. yeah, that's yeah what I'm it's saying. like a, it's like a choice like there's a reason why we still have like Gata. There's a reason why we still have like Baca, Corona. And well, they got a loser recent... mentality, but. Well, that's let's, why. Cause, cause let's take them to a psychologist. <laughs> let's take it's them to even that. a it's not even. It's not even that. Like, they need to learn to win. They don't win. They're, they they stay losing, bro. Dude, like. We need, to, we need to learn to let go. Because what's left out that's of what they, you know, that's what the therapists bad, are for, the, dude. Out of the bad batch, what's left? Corona, Kata, and Baca. Baca. You need to let go of the past, because you know if the head, if the head, you know if the head's messed up, then the rest of the body is too. Uh, we need, you know, we already got rid of Billy. We got, you know, we got new. Uh, you know, we moved everyone around. We got a new coach. Uh, the only thing left is the bad batch known as Corona and Kata because they're the only ones left out of all, you know, of the, you know, the worst times, at least the recent worst times, but let go of that, bring in the new blood, the new hunger, the hungry, the hungry players, you know, the ones that weren't part of any of that stuff, the ones that shouldn't be scared, the ones that can only mature up. Uh, we just need to let go of that and we need to, you know, forget, forget about the past. You gotta move on, move forward. We're already, bro. Literally, like, that's what uh, therapists are for, bro. That's no. What here's the thing: do. didn't didn't Paco Hemis bring in a ther like a yeah, coaching, a coaching therapist? But oh, that, that that was as far as, that was uh, okay. Maybe it was Kashinga, but nothing came of it though. I don't remember. I feel like the directiva wasn't for it because I don't remember hearing anything about it. Nothing about it was promoted or anything. So I don't know. what should have brought that, that that hypnotist instead that woke up Guignac. When he wasn't scoring. That was all cap, bring... bro. That's all cap. <laughs> he, probably slipped them, he, he probably slipped them a couple pesos to be like, oh, like, can you do me a favor? Can you, can you say, like, I hypnotized you? So that way, like, they'll come and see me. You know, I'm trying to scam people. We gotta, yeah. we gotta bring in, what's her name? Mona Vidente. We gotta, oh, my God. That... With her with her pig heads and candles. Bro, I'm about, to, crazy, I'm, bro. I'm about to go to, like, freaking Walter Mercado's, like, Pantheon and try to bring him back, see if that'll help him and shit. That fool passed away already? Yeah, you didn't know that? What the <laughs> fuck? When did this happen? <laughs> You're lying. Swear. And Don Francisco's still alive? <laughs> well, I don't and know. That fool died too. Bro, I haven't even heard that name in years, dude. No, oh is that God. fool dead too? <laughs> I don't know, dude. You yeah. you unlocked you unlocked the memory I completely forgot I had. What? Don Francisco? Yeah, like Sabado Gigante and all that stuff. Bro, those were different times, bro. La Hora Pico? 
<laughs> so anyways, anyways, is there is there is there before we dive too into like that stuff? Uh, is there any other questions from Twitter? Yes. Yeah, so um, the Makina in English, uh, the other Kuzasu uh, English account, he said, uh, based on what you guys just seen about Reynoso, uh, how many or how would you rank the most recent coaches? Like, so it's pretty much like our own point of view. Like, oh, so. He gave us four choices, James, Iboldi, and Caixinha, and Reynoso. So one to four, how would you guys rate them? Yeah, start with you. Adam. It's pretty easy oh, It's pretty easy to, to put Reynoso as number one right now because we haven't had a fracaso, you get me? But in hindsight, I mean, Siboldi did really good up into that game. Caixinha did really good. He got us to the final. James, I mean, James got us to the league after how long? Um Honestly, I think all of those coaches were decent. Um, I think Reynoso, then Jemez, then Caicinha, then Siboldi. So Siboldi last on my list. Eli? Uh, that's kind of tough because they, they each contributed something different. They just all, you know, fell apart more or less the same. Uh... So number one probably Reynoso just because it's his first season and he's already like tying records and qualifying the league after twelve games. Um, then probably Sivoldi, then Hemes, and at the bottom Kaishinga. <laughs> because Kaishinga was a lot of talk, which got us into trouble quite a bit. Got us into the final. Yeah, and then what did you do? Well, the same shit everybody else did. That's the thing, though. Like you, you, he had you thinking things were going to be different. The whole nos la vamos a rifar con por ustedes was with him. <laughs> That's the bad batch, bro. <laughs> That's the bad batch. But you know, it all fell apart, and Kashinga was nowhere to be seen. Like, anyways, anyways, that's a whole other thing. Uh, but yeah. I feel like I give credit to Hemis just because mentally he was able to pull us out of some crazy stuff, but he was limited by the uh, the squad. The squad, we had freaking Peñalva and Baca playing the guia. Peñalva, but Peñalva was good, bro. Yeah, dude, Peñalva was, was dope. Baca was the reason why they were bad. I like I like Peñalva's pause, dude. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> no, but yeah, but a lot of the squad was. Tra- they have like Felipe Mora or some shit. But Mora was good at the time, bro. Oh my god. Calterucio. I think Calterucio Marti, Marti, gets Marti, undeserved. Martin Rodriguez. Hate, bro. Dude, has I skill. never hated him. I just thought that. No, he gets undeserved hate from most people, though. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like, because I, I like his style of play. Like, a lot of his goals, you know, like, he was breaking people's hips. Like, like that's the type of soccer I like to see. You get me? Like, I don't know. That, that's just me, though. Yeah. Remember, he had Luis Suarez on the bench, bro. I know. I know. Luis Suarez <laughs> is at Atletico Madrid, you know. So, but um, hey, but uh, Luis Suarez hasn't scored away in like who knows how long. Ah, vale verga, we. Luis Suarez <laughs> but, hasn't um, scored a doblete against Tigres, bro. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> answering answering this guy's uh, question, uh, pretty much, I would go. Caixinha, Reynoso, Siboldi, and then last I would put Hemis. That's how I would uh, I would put it. Respectable. 
I know, I know, like honestly, you could put it, you could put each person everywhere. I said from civil, you could put them anywhere because they all had their own like pros and cons. Yeah, I think, yeah, Casina probably. I think Casina had the best squad out of all those, dude. That's the thing, it's because, like, and then this goes to like my next, like, my next topic I kind of wanted to talk about. Like, okay, like, I see a lot of like undeserved hate on Ordiales and. Or the Alice has done nothing with no money, bro. Like he doesn't have money. Like what? What? What do you guys expect? Like I get it. I get it. We brought in Cepelini. We brought in Borja. We brought in Castro. Okay, but we had no money. You know, like you can't compare. Like okay, like Belize. Like look at what mm-hmm. Belize is doing at Chivas with no money. He can't save them. He he needs money. You know. And it's obvious that okay with. No money, he brought in Nacho Rivero, which has been okay. He brought in Shai, which has been okay. He brought in Luis Romo, which is okay. So, and Jurado. And, well, they were they were brought, like, I'm pretty sure that he was already, like, telling them, like, oh, like, pick out these players, you know. But that's at least my take. I think that Ordiales is getting undeserved hate. I, I, don't, I don't think people even remember that guy. I don't even remember. To be, I yeah. I can't even tell I you agree. what he looks like, bro. <laughs> he's so behind the scenes. Yeah, he's super. He's the exact opposite of uh, Pelais because he's Pelais would always hog the limelight. He'd be doing all the interviews, giving the, you know, answering the big questions with big answers. And Dallas has been, you know, laid back. Uh, you don't really job. see him. Uh, yeah, he's been doing his job. You don't really see him. He's been behind the scenes, like Ivan said. He's, he's like a, you know, he's in the background. And he's letting the team do its thing and props because first season, <clears throat> first season, right? I believe. Anyways, the twenty twenty clausura, yeah. With the time that's passed, you know, breaking records, qualifying the Liga, first place. So far, so good. You know, uh, we'll see what happens in the Liga. Uh, obviously, it's a completely different thing. But so far, this is where we want to be. This is where we didn't see ourselves. Like, I for sure did not see us first place with 10 wins back-to-back after the first two losses. We were all saying, you know, you guys remember. Ivan it wasn't just keep... the first two losses. It was what happened versus LAFC and versus Pumas, dude. Yeah, for we, sure. We looked like we were on a crash course to fucking hell, bro. Yeah, with with yeah with Reynoso, at least at the beginning. Uh, I know Ivan wanted to, like, keep losing games so he can get rid of them, but... <laughs> We we were saying it had to be a really big big change for us to be like up top, but you know it happened. It ended up happening, and that's honestly all we ever wanted, and we're glad for it. All right. Well, real quick, I just wanted to add something about the Ordiales thing. Um, like, do you guys believe that our team right now has a good enough squad? to continue next season, right? I, I believe most of us can agree that we have. So with the lack of funds, if the funds are limited, imagine what we would be with just, let's say, Funes Mori or, you know, someone of that caliber. If we have already such a good base of players, why even waste so much money next season with transfers? Let's just go for that one player that's missing in our scheme. You get me? The, the the superstar striker. That's all we need. We have everything else. It it doesn't take that much brain to understand that. 
you know it's it's not quantity it's quality it's like we have a badass team um and we could get somebody a star striker dude like you give me someone de renombre like and that's all we get we'll be good but i don't know honestly we could lose a couple of players and if we don't add any then we'll still be you know okay if we lose corona we have the goalies to back him up if we lose baka we have the players to back him up um we have options which is good and it's always good to have more options as long as we give them the playing time <clears throat> but you know we got to wait and see until the season ends for that to happen in the meantime i'm going to keep enjoying this run and hopefully it keeps on getting better now you got another question from twitter just yeah so um uh benji one of one of the guys that we've been playing fortnite with shout out to you bro uh, me and me and eli we were getting dubs with that guy so uh, pretty much he was just saying that is it cool to wear another team's jersey <laughs> Another team specified from which league? Like, well, from our league, bro. Uh, what other? Well, I would I wear Messi jerseys? <laughs> if would I wear a Liga MX another team's Liga MX jersey? No, I would not, because I have way too many girls who jerseys to not wear them. You know, but that's me. If it was like a La Piedad jersey, maybe. If it was like a Celaya jersey, maybe. Or, you know, teams that are like that, maybe. But I, I would never, yeah. I would never wear a America jersey or a Gigna oh, jersey man. like Ivan does. I would never wear a <laughs> Chivas jersey. I would never wear a Querétaro jersey, even if it has Ronaldinho's name on it. I'd rather have like a Barcelona jersey with Ronaldinho's name on it. True. Liga MX team? Nah, not for me. Another another uh, another team's jersey that I'd be okay with wearing is uh, Pachuca, just because like my family's from Hidalgo, so uh, that's like okay. the the home team, you know. My family's from Leon, and I couldn't even wear a Leon jersey. I'd probably wear a Guignac jersey before I wore a Leon jersey, but that's just because I think Guignac's a legend in our soccer. Um, uh, I couldn't. I I I don't think I could like wear it though, in a sense. I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a shirt from another team. You get me? It would literally probably have to be a gift. You get me? So if y'all want to, if any of these listeners want to gift me a Ronaldinho Querétaro jersey, go right ahead. I'll wear it. The most I would do with the jersey is if it's like an authentic, like Cardoso jersey, like of the period or, you know, something like that. At the very most, I would probably frame it just out of, you know, because I love the sport. But that's about it. I would never wear it. I would have to be something, you know, vintage or of the period. I would nothing, you know, recent or modern because no, that's just that's a big no for me. <clears throat> then I would just be caught as a VM alone at that point and not. Yeah, pretty much. Um... We just want to shout out everybody that's been like tuning into us. Uh, everybody from Twitter. I know we got like a bunch of like uh, response from them. Uh, thank you, Garte720. Uh, thank you, uh, Louis Pineda. Who he said it's okay as long as it's not America. So, I mean, yeah, that's cool. Um, Gonza209, shout out to you, bro. Uh, 
Oh, Manuel Bacarroyo, shout out to you. Uh, the homie Ben, shout out Ben. Uh, Vincent Mora, the winner, so shout out to you, bro. And uh, Ivan, you want to shout out anybody from the Instagram before we close out? Yeah, I want to shout out all the people who participated on our IG for the giveaway uh, at not Marlon Mendez at underscore Black Maggie or Magi, I don't know, at Gus underscore RDS, RDZ94, at Base Tacos, at Baca Arroyo underscore 22, at Sergio underscore 789, at Mondo FRZ, at Juan underscore 7, at Garces1, at Katia MPF, or it might be Katia, I don't know. But all of you guys, uh, I appreciate it, and good luck for the next one, because there will be a next one. And um, real quick, I know we're not having a game next week, right? Yeah, we're not playing next week. uh, I know a lot of people have been been asking about, uh, you know, the, the fans episode, so I was hoping we could do another one of those next week. You guys are down. So, yeah. These guys are down, so we'll definitely put up more details. I'll, I'll, I'll post up more details so we could have you guys tune in and join a Zoom meeting with us so we could uh, talk about this team that we love so much. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, we'll we'll get together and, uh, you know, just talk about Cruz Azul, see what, where we see ourselves in May, you know. <laughs> Let's see if we're... We're able to crown that that ninth star. But um, anyways, uh, I just want to thank everybody. Uh, thank you, Ivan, for, for joining me. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you, Eli. Thank you for, for coming. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for inviting me each and every week. Yeah, you know, um, just want to thank all our listeners. Uh, you know, as Ivan said, we're going to try to, like, our best to have, like, more um, more giveaways, more just, like uh, – fan stuff i know we've all been wanting to like get together maybe watch a game or something so maybe after covid we'll all get together uh if you guys have any details like I, uh, eli said about the bonus for ciudad juarez game let us know maybe we could uh all meet up over there but uh, anyways mm-hmm. thank you guys for for listening and have a good night Bye. have a good night guys Da da da